Hi, and welcome to Barb, 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 the podcast. I'm joined today by Naomi Peters, a macrame artist, photographer, and DJ from right here in St. John. Uh, We talk about all kinds of things, her love for St. John, her move from Toronto, and her upcoming fall projects. Enjoy! excited yeah I'm so happy you're here yay me too thank, thank you. you for having me I said this yeah. to you when we had met for a drink that I'm just very thankful that you were willing to chat with me willing to meet a stranger we weren't really strangers but you know what I mean yeah it's awesome to be here this is the first time I've ever done a podcast so <laughs> I'm very excited me too <laughs> uh yeah so uh one thing I'm really uh interested in in is why you're in St. John. Tell me how you got here. Ah, yes. So, um, right out of high school, I actually moved to Toronto for 10 years. Um, my dad was really funny about the move because every year he, he had lived there at the same time in his, uh, his life that I did. So from 20 to 30, he lived in Toronto as well. And every year I would go home to visit at Christmas time and he'd be like, how many years have you been there now? And I'd be like five years. And he was like, Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. And then it would be seven years. How long have you been there? Okay, that's good. That's good. Coming up on nine years, he started wagging his finger in my face and he'd be like, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Nine years. And sure enough, the very next year, I moved back to Maritimes. <laughs> so do you think that he was secretly doing the countdown? I feel like he knew. I think I think he spent 10 years there and he was like, I'm good. That was enough. The, <laughs> and he moved back. and The Maritimer expiry date? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So I, um, I had started uh, wanting to leave Toronto and I started dating my partner and we thought after dating for three months that it would be a great idea to travel to the Maritimes together. Why not, right? What could go what wrong? Could go wrong? <laughs> but he was from St. John. Uh, so our first stop was St. John. And I remember coming over the bridge um, and seeing uptown for the first time. We lucked out and it was golden hour. Didn't plan that, but it was. And it was stunning. I was like, well, this place is awesome. I'd um, love to hear that. Yeah, so we we were here as parents, um, and actually, um, it was quality block. Luckily, when we were here, so he was like, "I'll take you around uptown. I'll show you around." And I just remember there being like shows happening on the streets, like everything was packed and busy. Uh, I'm a music lover, so I pretty much was sold right away. I sh- I saw a shrimp ring that week, <laughs> and that's a trip. If you you should definitely check out shrimp ring if you have a chance to uh yeah lots of artists um there was art galleries on every corner and being an artist myself i was like you know what there must be a lot of artists living here there's clearly a lot of musicians living here um it's big enough to feel like a city and the architecture is beautiful so i was like i'm sold sold i am thrilled that your (laughs) first impression of saint john was golden hour peak cool yeah, no, it was beautiful, beautiful. And like everyone was so friendly. Um, I had a high school friend who I hadn't seen since high school and she had noticed on my Instagram that I was posting about St. John. She's like, oh my gosh, 
are you in St. John right now? We're getting a drink right now. Oh, that's <laughs> and so yeah. fun. And I, her, her um, partner was a drummer. He was at Taco Pica. May Taco Pica rest in peace. It was another one of the reasons why I moved here. Shout um, out to Santos. Yeah, and so I caught a show there with him. And yeah, it just felt like the night would just take you wherever. And everyone was super friendly. And So this was Quality Block Party 2018? Yes, I think so. I love it. Great weather. Yeah. Great events. So in Toronto you were going to school yes i went to school um at ryerson for fashion communication terrible idea (laughs) don't know why your dad didn't tell you that though did he no No. my mom did though (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i love dress up i love like uh curating clothing i always have loved playing dress up and uh, the concept I had at the time was taking um, vintage clothing and reworking them and making them into other, something else. Um, second year in, I realized I hated pattern drafting. So that kind of ended that career very quickly. Um, but I did realize I loved photography taking that course. So I uh, ended up doing photography in, in Toronto uh, part-time as well as uh, bartending to pay the bills you gotta you gotta balance it out you have to pay the rent in (laughs) toronto yes yeah okay you're going to school doing fashion communications working as a photographer working as a bartender to pay your rent well it's tricky because there's several years um where i was just like out of school and then i was just taking random gigs shooting um and then a lot of the time was like restaurant work um if I couldn't get a gig like it was a bit of a boys club in Toronto so like lady photographers very rare and I feel like I didn't get a lot of gigs because of that so I ended up bartending and serving a lot tell me more about working as a photographer in Toronto and it being a boys club yes and then moving to St. John and it it's Being all ladies. a girls club. It's all ladies, and I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, there was a moment uh, when I actually almost wanted to stop shooting. Um, I had went to a convention center. Um, it was a photography show, so you could buy your lights there. You could talk to Canon. You could talk to whoever. Um, and I remember I wanted to upgrade my camera at the time. And my partner was also a photographer, and I was asking uh, the people all the questions. We would go to this you know like this stand and I was asking all the questions and they were not answering me they were looking at him and answering him I had asked the questions though (laughs) oh my gosh and you're the one there with like take my money yeah (laughs) yeah I got a little jaded but no coming to St. John um amazing amazing uh first week in Kelly Lawson scooped me up um she was working like a crazy lady like she's fucking awesome Ooh, can I swear on this yeah <laughs> continue um, please but yeah she was amazing so she scooped me up she's like I need help would you be down to help me out so like right off the cuff I had um a photo editing gig here with her Incredible. um I was also her second shooter which was great and uh uh, I remember the first week living here, um, she was also hosting an open doors event. Um, right. yeah. And she was like, Hey, you could also put your macrame like in my studio. Why not? That was week one. <laughs> Why not? So I had a, I had a photography gig. I had my macrame being showcased already. 
And I just had this moment where I was like, why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> I was struggling so hard in Toronto and I literally arrived and two days later I had two gigs in both of the, my artistic fields and I did not feel like I had to bartend anymore. Yeah, that's extremely exciting. What I want to talk about is your macrame business, your artistic business. Yeah. Now, how much of your day-to-day is is your your art all day <laughs> sometimes like, maybe perhaps too too many hours but yeah all day and yeah, it's wonderful i've been hypnotized by some of the instagram uh reels or or stop motion videos that you play yeah. of um of your what looks like a clothing rack yep, yep. with your uh with the cotton hanging from it to yep. me it is hypnotizing i love it well, that's, that was one of the reasons I started, actually. Um, well, the first reason was because I had too many plants. <laughs> and my mom was like, uh, back in the day, we used to make macrame and hang it from the ceilings. And I was like, yes, mom, thank you. That's perfect. Now I can fit five more plants in my tiny shoebox room <laughs> in Toronto. Um, but at the time, I was really stressed out by uh, Toronto in general, so... I was trying and really wanting to get back to my art. I felt like I was working in the service industry way too much. Uh, and if you work in this service industry for too long, you just start to not want to talk to people after your shift because you're so burnt out. Mm-hmm. So um, I was very burnt out and I found that while I was making macrame, I could just meditate. Like it's very repetitive, rep- repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could just go into a headspace where you just chill out. And that was wonderful. And I needed that a lot at the time. So watching back those uh, timelines or time lapses, I feel like it has the same the same effect. It's very therapeutic. It's just like you can go into this very chill headspace and just watch the knots happen. And then boom, you got a, you got a product. <laughs> Would you do your macrame pieces? Do you do them from, uh, from memory? Do you do them from a pattern? Um, so in the beginning, I taught myself all the knots. Um, my mom actually sh- shipped me some seventies magazines that had like some notes, <laughs> I know, which she had kept for some reason. Who knows? She kind of, sometimes she'll pull out these boxes of just random things. That was one of the things in the random box. Um, So I kind of learned the basics there. uh, And then YouTube University just taught myself as many things as possible. And then, um, so all the designs I make at this point are my own designs. I would say it took me about six months to get to a point where I understood the knots enough to understand how to make my own patterns. And it took a lot of like, looking at someone I admired, trying to replicate what they were doing. If I could get there, then I was happy. And then I could create my own work after that. But first you need to understand like, you know, how these knocks, what direction they will take you in, what shapes they will create. Um, and then once you're there, then you can, you can make your own. So all, all my stuff is, um, I usually will sketch out, um, on paper first. And usually it's um, a loose guideline of shapes, big shapes that I want to create. Um, And then in the knot work, I figure out how to create those shapes on the go, on the fly. (laughs) 
So if somebody was to approach you with like an, an idea, like, oh, I'd really like a piece for this wall, or I would really like, um, like a window shade or yep. something like, I'm, I'm just trying to imagine in my head, these beautiful pieces that you make and, and I guess how you get there. Um, yeah, I just, usually I sit with my iPad and I sketch and sketch and sketch. Um, there's a lot of conversation that goes on, uh, between the client and myself as well. So usually with macrame, there's, um, a couple different styles. There's, uh, like old school seventies kind of boho style, which is more granola, lots of fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the newer style, which is the modern style. So usually I will, I'll ask people, do you want it to be more geometric and modern? Or do you want it to be like the tassels, heavy knot work, like the whole shebang? And that's a really good place to start usually. Because people usually fit into one or two, one or the other. <laughs> the macrame that I can remember from my childhood is like this really coarse, like maroon or burnt orange yeah. like yarn yeah yeah usually was... it was like polyester yes yarn too, so it's like weird crunchy plastic but it's so beautiful now like it's yeah. like you use a lot of cotton yes. and yeah and, all cotton all cotton and your new pieces um that are like black yeah i am in love with them yay you're, you're a very creative person and i really admire that about Thank you, you. <laughs> the the videos that you post tell me about i guess your inspiration for those <laughs> i just get very inspired looking at your instagram or, oh, you. or your website and and seeing you walk through the long tall grass <laughs> anyway it's, I don't know, man. Like, I, I honestly, it's all in my head, um, which is good. I, I am a bit ADD, so <laughs> there's constantly <laughs> there's constantly images and uh, ideas and concepts usually flowing through my, through, through my head at any point in time. But um, I find that usually it's when I get 70% done of a piece, then for some reason I can picture how I want to present it to the world. I mean... Um, I usually go more romantic, more mm. feminine, very bright and airy. And I think it's because I grew up watching uh, Anne Green Gables, <laughs> uh, Road to Avonlea, <laughs> Little House on the Prairie, like all those, all those very like oh romantic, gosh. like all it. of that. So I think that's probably where that comes from. But yeah, no, I just, I love, um, I love light. A lot. I guess that's why I'm a photographer. I like watching how light changes during the day. Um, and so when I shoot my pieces, a lot of it has to do with how they will sparkle in the light that is coming whatever direction. So that, that last video, yeah, it was, I pictured swinging in my mind when I thought of that. All I thought of was spinning with the piece in that white kind of translucent gown with the sun shining backlight through it. That's all I had. But once you get to the place, you yeah. can you can make magic. Oh. You know, you just go with it. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> yes. That's the photographer, right? And I'm very lucky to have that because um, I can shoot my own product and I can really put across, um, I don't know, a feeling with the product. Um, a lot of people have to hire photographers and it's a whole thing. So I am very lucky to be able to capture my work the way I want it to be seen. Very lucky. <laughs>
So in the last year, we've uh, obviously had some some struggles and that, you know, we've been impacted by COVID-19 and closures. And how has that impacted your your business? Oh, so crazy. Uh, New Brunswick supports fucking local. <laughs> I actually had my best year to date. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it, but um, everyone really banded behind their local businesses. Um, it was extremely noticeable. Um, and yeah, people just kept reaching out. Can I commission you to make me some curtains? Can I commission you to make me wall hanging? Like repeat customers. Um, and even if they weren't, um, buying anything, it means so much to me to get messages from people on Instagram or Facebook and the love was real. Yeah, no, um... I think, yeah, yeah, local love, like support local. Um, I think it was incredible. So I I actually did very well, which was very surprising. Um, I definitely missed like doing the markets because I get to meet everyone and say hi. But but no, like um, I cannot thank St. John and surrounding area, like New Brunswick in general, for supporting me through this because it is like a privilege to make art. I'm going to cry. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I could do it. And I appreciate it. It's... Like I always, I always think like, mm. when I was in Toronto, people would say, oh, you can get that at Urban Outfitters for, you know, like $20 cheaper. Here, I would never hear that. People appreciate their local artists so much. Yeah. Big NB love. Oh. <laughs> it's, I, you're absolutely right. I think people really can admire and appreciate what they can't do. Yeah. And well, they see the time. I think they understand like this takes time and this is someone's vision. They, and... I, I agree. I think people do absolutely appreciate time yeah. and talent. And you have that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Don't make me cry anymore. Okay. Okay. I'll <laughs> stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> so like what's next? Oh. Like, uh, other than the fact that you have zero time because you're back-ordered and... <laughs> yes. yes. Um, well, that is currently what I'm trying to strategically organize. Um, it's really good to be busy, but uh, you also need to find time to live your life. <laughs> Which, for a while, my partner, uh, it was, you know, I'd wake up at 8 a.m. and I would work until 12 a.m., you know, I'd eat, but like if I had several commissions, um, there was no way I could slow down. So right now I'm trying to figure out a better way to maybe like do smaller releases so that I can keep myself a bit more organized, but it's always hard to like, I don't know, complain about good traffic. I I am so grateful that I have what I have and it's beautiful. I just need to kind of kind of reorganize some things. Um, and it's funny after, after COVID, well, after COVID, I guess it's still kind of, it's COVID light now. <laughs> hey, we're in light, light green. Yeah, I like two. it. I like it. Um, actually during COVID, um, I, I got a dog as you do during COVID. Uh, her name is Pepper and I started, uh, going on a lot of walks. Um, I already liked hiking. I love nature, but we were going on a lot more walks, me and my partner, and so I just started noticing how beautiful New Brunswick is as a whole. And um, with photography, I kind of went through a slump. Uh, my muse was not there. It was not flowing. 
Um, and it's back. It's back. So, I mean, I feel like you can see it in the visuals that I'm creating with my Instagram, even like I'm putting a lot more effort and focus into, uh, into the videos, into the photos, um, because yeah, the love is back. So, uh, in the future, I'm definitely, I have, um, I have a series, a specific series. I'm I'm not going to give anything away, (laughs) but I do have a photo series that I'm hoping to, uh, have up in a gallery in the late fall, hopefully fingers crossed. Don't quote me on that, but it's a, it's a, series that is very special to me um because this place is very special uh and there is a specific reason why it has to do with water and that is all i will say about the photo series but yeah i've been very inspired very very inspired oh i'm thrilled yes i'm not gonna give too much more away (laughs) but yeah lots more macrame right now um i'm actually prototyping some dog leashes because again, I'm inspired by my my little doggie, and I think it would be really cute to have a little macrame leash for her. <laughs> so, if people want to look at your things, to order your pieces, yeah. to look at your photography, to listen to a DJ set, yeah, <laughs> DJ No No. <laughs> uh, how would they get in touch? Um, so the easiest way probably is. Um, Instagram is usually where I'm most busy. Um, and my Instagram handle is at naomi.studio.nb. Um, alternatively, my website is naomi.studio and it features both uh, some of my photography work and the macrame. Um, I definitely need to update the photo work, but you know, very busy, very busy. <laughs> It will happen when it happens, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm currently very excited about the next photo product project that I'm working on currently. So I think I'll just like put the website on the back burner, focus on that, and then we'll see where it goes. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited that you're here in St. Yeah. John and that we get to support you and, and like you said, support so many other New Brunswick makers and and thank you so much for being here with me today yeah anytime thank you for having me it is an honor and a privilege yeah so a strange thing i guess um i recorded this interview with naomi way back in the summer maybe even early fall and definitely procrastinated a bit about putting it out so in the meantime uh her fall plans got underway. So I was really excited that she was willing to sit down with me and chat and give me a little update so that I can uh, put it out to you and you can enjoy it and you can learn exactly what Naomi is up to now. So enjoy part two. LOL. (laughs) Everything's changing. (laughs) This is what happens when you sit on an interview (laughs) for five months. Well, I'm still going to be doing macrame. It's just going to look different. Instead of it being 70% macrame, 30% photography, I'm just swapping. So, That's incredible. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I've been doing it now for like, what was it, four years? So I, I need to see humans and interact with humans and not just be in my house making macrame all day. <laughs> so, what, so what was the change? Like when, when were you like, okay, love my dog, but also love leaving the house? Yeah, um... So, 
strangely enough, um, I was going to do my macrame workshops at um, Paris Crew. And when I was there, Scott Munn came in and he was shooting with the port uh, for the cruise ships coming in. So mm -hmm. it's like, this is why you should choose St. John. <laughs> cool coffee shop. And he's like, hey, man, like you roller skate. I've seen you on Instagram roller skating. He's like, would you be down to roller skate in the video for the port? And I was like, sure. Why not? I would love to do that. He's like, awesome. OK, let's do that. So we did that, and then he was like, you're also a photographer, because I've seen your work online. And I was like, I am, yeah. And he's like, I need an assistant for the rest of this gig. Would you do that? And I was like, I was just thinking about doing more photo work. So <laughs> you literally just fell into my lab. I was like, yes, oh, awesome. I would I would love to do that. Um, so for the rest of the summer, uh, I was assisting him through those shoots, and then on a couple other shoots with him as well. Um, and then people started reaching out for headshots. I had three people reach out for headshots. Um, I did family portrait session. What was the other one I did? Oh, and then weddings. So, um, Logan Hudson, he's actually one of the first people I met when I moved to St. John, like wonderful guy, mm -hmm. super talented photographer. Um, when I first started hanging out with him, I kept telling him, I was like, I don't want to shoot weddings alone but I would love to shoot weddings with you. And this was like when I first moved to St. John. And he's like, ha, 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 like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, thank you. That's so flattering. And then um, this past year, I was really pushing it. I was like, no, dude, like, we should totally do it. Like, you're just working at a place you don't want to work at. And like, I want to get house more, to be honest. <laughs> uh, we should give it a go. And um, during that same time period, he called me up and was like, hey, I have a wedding for us. It was a crazy wedding. Like uh, the photographer who was supposed to be working it got in a bike accident. Oh no! Two days before. Oh and no! And so the bride and groom were like, "We don't have a photographer." Two days before. How stressful That's is that? Wild. So they knew that Logan shot. So they contacted him, and he was like, uh, "He's on the same boat as me. He's like, I don't want to shoot weddings alone. You want to feel like you've captured the whole day really well, mm -hmm. and if you feel like your head is on a swivel." It's just, you get it, it's just too much for one person. So he messaged me and was like, hey, would you shoot this wedding with me? I was like, yeah, man, I've been trying to get you to do this forever. I, so I can't imagine <laughs> that two days before someone's wedding, call up two photographers who both have nothing to do on yeah. that date. That is, yeah. that's why. crazy. That's crazy. Right? So yeah. we, we shot the wedding, and this couple, they were troopers because that was not the end of their bad luck. The entire <gasps> day, it poured rain. They were mm. supposed to get married in the garden, so oh. they had to change the location. Not once, but two times because the wind, they were just going to do it under, like, a shelter, but the wind was blowing so so hard that the rain was going under the shelter. Yeah, Perfect. it was a whole thing. So I just remember at the end of the day, Logan and I looked at each other and we're like, well, if we could shoot that wedding... We can shoot any wedding. <laughs> we can shoot any wedding. Yeah. So then, so then we just were like, "Do you want to do that? Should we?" Was should that we... just this summer? Yeah, this, that was the summer. It would have been end of August, I do believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everything is happening very quickly. I I had um, been shooting my um, title, um, just like my title idea for the summer 
It's still not done. <laughs> um, but like, I was really enjoying like picking up the camera again and working a lot more with it. Um, and yeah, then all of these photo gigs just started popping up. I haven't even told people I was thinking about like moving back into photography and this Word just like spreads fast, I guess. Boop, 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 like craziness. So I took it as a sign. I was like, let's just let's just go for it. Let's let's do it. Um, so Logan and I quickly rushed to get like a site put together because obviously people are going to be booking for 2022. Mm-hmm. Most people have probably already booked for 2022, but we were like, let's just let's just see what happens. Let's mm-hmm. put it out there. Um, I think what we're trying to do is a bit different. We really want the elegance. We want to tell the story of the day. We both really love telling stories, so we're like, let's take that angle. It's your day. This is your story. We will step in for moments like, you know, like the family portraits. Of course. Bing, bang, boom, get those done. But, like, we want to capture your love at the end of the day. So it's more about you guys being together and doing that. And he is amazing. I know, right? I love love shooting weddings. I just didn't like doing them alone. So it's good to have somebody else um, shooting with me. And he also shoots film. So we're going to be offering, like, a film role or two if you want, like, an add-on for your wedding. So it's, like, Incredible. the real deal. And I've taught myself how to use a drone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's been a full summer. It's, like, I, I had the idea, then all of these things happened, and I was, like, clearly the universe is pointing me in a direction, so let's just go that way. Yeah. <laughs> for, for some context, Naomi and I spoke... I want to say it was either late August, early September, and it is now late November. So this is like two months, (laughs) two and a half months. Yeah, I'm feeling (laughs) a little crazy, but I know transition times are always, you feel a little, "Ah," like, what am I doing? Wow, so 2022, you and Logan, yeah, team team wedding. Team wedding, and that's just... And and other storytelling. That's... Love. that's the that's what Ugh. we want to do. It's gonna be good. Like, um, we had the honor of um, shooting uh, a couple's engagement session just recently. Um, we shot some video and some photos, and it was beautiful. Uh, New Brunswick is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, like since moving back here, I think it also spurred me wanting to shoot more because in Toronto I really stagnated. I did love shooting people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, telling their stories through photos. But the surroundings in Toronto, it just did not inspire me at all. But here, it's, like, everything is so beautiful. Like, we walked up, we hiked up an hour for this engagement session on the edge of this cliff overlooking the ocean. And I was like, how can you not want to be a photographer right now? <laughs> like, it's we beautiful. Are, we're so it's spoiled. Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, so, like, the wedding thing is going to be happening um, I'm already full steam into creating my own website for my own work, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I will be doing um, portrait work. Uh, I've already been doing headshots. Um, I mean, I've been a photographer for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting back into the swing of things, I just need to switch gears a little bit and dive on in. Um, I'm excited for all my all my personal projects. The... The title project is well on its way, but I just... What's the title project? I can't... I don't want to give too much okay, away. Okay, don't, don't. Then. Because the goal with this project is to host it at a gallery, so mm-hmm. I want people to... Oh, beautiful. ...know about it then, but 
It has to do with um, women's connection to the earth and to the moon and the tides and how that is all connected. So I, I will say that. And you can kind of like wait for it to come out. Uh, I was hoping to have it done. I think I said in the last mm-hmm. podcast, I was hoping to have it done now. But because of my oh. busy... <laughs> Something's come up. Yeah, a couple <laughs> things came up. So I just didn't have the time to to give it. And I want it to be done like really well. So I just, I was like, okay, it's okay. Spring is coming. I can revisit it in the mm-hmm. spring. Um, and yeah, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. So on my Instagram this week, I noticed uh, you have some beautiful um, ornaments. Yeah. Some macrame ornaments. Yes. So is that just a, a Christmas special? Is um, a, yes, a, a late a late fall <laughs> addition to the website, but yeah. not. Um. So with macrame, um, what I have been doing, I guess I have been uh, doing photography this whole time. I just haven't been advertising it. I worked with Kelly Lawson for a year and a half as like full time editor, second shooter. Um, and I just, I guess I wasn't advertising myself as a photographer. Have been doing it. It was about 30% of my of my day. Um, what I'm planning on doing now is just swapping macrame and photography. So uh, photography will be taking up 70% of my time, and then macrame will be 30%. I can't get rid of it. I just mm. love it so much. Yeah, please don't. But uh, <laughs> but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be focusing in more on like larger commission work or um, smaller commissions, less of pumping out the plant hangers. Right. Um. So more of the creative side. Like you have a fun idea, pitch it to me, and let's collaborate and oh, make something beautiful. awesome. So I think that's probably the direction I'll be going with that. I'm also hoping to have macrame kits. Available, so if I can't make you one, you can make yourself one. And I mean, I fall in love with macrame because of the process of making it. So, I mean, maybe you will too. (laughs) I want to keep it around. (laughs) Well, exciting. So, um, if someone wanted, you know, if someone has a late fall engagement, maybe a Christmas season engagement, and they're looking for a photography team for 2022, like what's the website? www.naomi-logan.com. Oh. Kept it simple. That's so nice. (laughs) Yeah. And so we, yeah, we're going to hopefully be doing video and photos. That is the goal. I'm going to spend this winter, like, flying the drone like a crazy person and, like, Making sure I know how to do all the swooping shots. So. Journal photography is so beautiful. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Thanks so much for this update, this important yeah. update. Well, thank you for having <laughs> me back. It's it's crazy to think how much has changed since we last talked. It's yes. insane. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's a wild ride. Lots of new and exciting things. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for today. Thank you so much to the Maritime Collective for their support in the production of this podcast. Thank you to the Constantines for Young Lions. See you later.